0: next guest is a member of the Bengals of the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, the inaugural member of the Bengals Ring of Honor, former MVP, Bengals legend, Mr. Kenny Anderson. Kenny, is everything going for you?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you. You know, trying to recover from yesterday's loss to the Jets, but, uh, you know, things happen. Might as well get into it. When did you know the game was going south? Well, I think, you know, right from the start when the Jets had, you know, so much success moving the ball down the field and, you know, it was both, uh, you know, the run and the pass and we didn't seem to be stopping them. And, you know, we, uh, you know, we weren't lighting it up on offense uh, the first couple of times we had the ball. So you knew, Oh, you know, it's going to be a long day.
0: Did you ever have any games in your career there when you maybe went up against a team that you were kind of, they they were the heavy favorite that you kind of, took them down. And the next week you were really feeling yourselves and maybe you got caught off guard.
1: Well, you know, I can't remember one specific time, you know, but I'm sure it happened and it, you know, it's just, I guess it's human nature. And, and I know Zach was talking to him all week long about this and, you know, but it, it just, you know, the mind's a funny thing. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Well, for, aside from the negative stuff, what did you like that you saw? Well, then, you know, again, we scored points you know, so I, I, think, you know, that's good. I, I think, you know, they, they had the lead at the end. You don't like that. They, they couldn't hold the lead, but um, you know, that's uh, like I say, sometimes you just have those days. And then going back two
0: weeks, what do you think that, what did you like from the game against Baltimore when they just completely just shocked everyone?
1: Well, again, you know, they started off and, you know, they didn't have the lead, but they come back and they won convincingly. And, you know, Baltimore is a good team and, and, I think the, the, the thing is that uh, Joe learned from last year. I know that was one of the things he was disappointed about in getting hurt that he didn't get, didn't get to go the second round of the you know the division opponents. but he learned a lot about their blitz and what they wanted to do. He was in control of the blitz. He got rid of the football, changed some plays. So I think you know that experience, and he's done that you know throughout the year. You know, a couple of games ago when he threw that wide receiver screen to uh, Uje Uzama, you know, that set him up for a winning field goal. So he, he's just, you know, progressed, you know, tremendously.
0: Uh, Are you surprised he's kind of gotten back to full form this quickly, or do you think it would take him longer?
1: Well, I think, you know, each case is different. And I, you know, I think that the doctors assured him that his knee was sound, that he was full go and, you know, but until you get out there and you test it, I think there's always a little doubt, you know, in your mind and, I, and I don't know what game it was, and I think it was Joe Mixon, you know, said a, after he had a scramble and dove for a first down, he said, okay, our quarterback's back. You know, he feels good about the knee, and I think, you know, from then on, he had a lot of confidence in it.
0: What What about this rookie chase? What do you, what do you like you see out of him?
1: Well, you know, I think everybody's a little bit disappointed in the preseason. You know, they said, well, we should have drafted the big tackle from Oregon, and and I, uh, I texted you that. I literally said, what What are they doing? And you're like, yeah, hey, and, uh, right. and you know, Jamar couldn't catch a pass in the, in the preseason. And, you know, so it comes to opening day and then one of the veterans went up to, uh, you know, Joe and said, Oh gosh, you know, I hope uh, Jamar is going to be okay today. And Joe says, don't worry. He shows up on Sundays and he's been showing up ever since. It's
0: incredible. Look,
1: I think, I think they, it's fair to say, they
0: have arguably the best receiving core in the AFC right now. I don't think there's much of a debate there.
1: Well, you know, he's got a lot of weapons. And, you know, like I say, uh, you know, Uzama's, you know, come up big for him this year at the tight end spot. You know, Joe Mixon is, is always a threat. I mean, I think he's one of the better running backs that we've got in, in the AFC. So it is, like I say, in, in the offensive line, I think that's been one of the encouraging things is they have tend to, looks like they've solidified a little bit over the last several weeks.
0: Yeah. And then this week you guys have uh, Cleveland. So you guys are both coming off a loss. Um, did, Burrow, did Burrow ever play against Baker last year or was the game after he got hurt?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think he might've played him in the, the first time. I, I'm, I'm not sure about that, but you know, they, they've got it in Cincinnati and you know, it's well, normally it stays say at the start of the, the second half of the season, but now with 17 games, but you know, looking back on it, you know, I think if looking at the Bengals schedule and they said, okay, we're going to come away after the first eight games, five and three, uh, we'd be happy with that. You know, I, unfortunately, I think a lot of people in people's minds that you know the Baltimore game and the Jets game were switched, and would have been nice to be six and two, but we're still right in the thick of things.
0: Yeah, and then going up against uh, Cleveland, obviously, your lo- first thing that jumps off the page is Miles Garrett. What do you What do you think Joe is prepping for this week going against? I think he's the league leader in sacks right now.
1: Well, you know, he's a, a great pass rusher, but you know, that's it's not only the quarterback. You know, it's i sometimes it's tough to single up a guy like that. You've got to do a lot of things, mix up your protections and certainly, you know, getting rid of the football quickly is, is, is key. But again, your receivers have to get over open quickly uh, as well to give you a place to throw the football.
0: Yeah. Where,
1: where do you see them finishing up
0: in the division this year? Obviously right now, I think they're still, I think they're still in first or the Ravens might've been ahead because the Ravens are on a bye. but obviously since he has the tiebreaker, how do you see the division shaking up?
1: Well, I I think they're going to be in it to the end, you know, um, you know, I think games like that give you a lot of confidence, you know, you know, going to Pittsburgh and, you know, although they were a little shorthanded, they still got a a formidable defense, you know, and winning that game, going to Baltimore, winning that game. Uh, You know, they've they've come from behind several times to win at the end. And so I I think they're, they're learning from all these experiences. So, you know, I I think the future looks good for them the second half
0: and and going around the league you've seen a couple a uh, couple quarterbacks struggling this year most notably Patrick Mahomes and he's playing later tonight did you did you see this coming
1: or do you think you think he'll be able to tweak things well i don't think anybody saw it coming and and i think you know kind of all starts that their their defense hasn't been playing very well and they've been giving up points and you know he's still a young quarterback and i think you know he's things have gone so well for him in the first part of his career and now all of a sudden, I think he's trying to do a little bit too much, you know, trying to make plays that aren't there instead of maybe what's right in front of him. And, uh, you know, I think they, they lead the league in turnovers and you're not going to win many games when you lose the turnover battle. So, you know, he's a great talent at quarterback. Uh, they've got great offensive weapons and I think, you know, they'll settle down. And, you know, again, if, uh, if you just make first downs, it keeps the other team's offense off the field as well. It covers up for your defense.
0: I'm pretty sure tomorrow's the deadline. Are there any guys maybe that could be available or positions you think they could need to address? And maybe they could take advantage of,
1: you know, I don't know. For sensei,
0: for sensei, Yeah. Not for the Jews.
1: Yeah, You know, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, that hasn't tended to be a, a big part of, of what they do and, you know, but it, it's one of the things that's been surprising is the last two off seasons, they've been more active in free agency than they've been. I think that's helped them out, especially on the defensive side of the football. Uh, but I, I don't anticipate there's anything that, that they'll do before the trade deadline.
0: No, Because they got Hendrickson. They gave him a big big deal after his last big year in uh, New Orleans.
1: Correct. Correct. And he's played well for him.
0: Yeah. And then with um, what's his name? Jesse Bates. You, you surprised he hasn't got the contract yet? He's been exceptional.
1: Well, you know, they those things tend not to happen during the football season. Um, you know, and we don't know what salary cap ramifications are and, and, and those things, but you know, I, I know they like him and I those things tend to get worked out.
0: Yeah. And with Higgins, do you think Higgins coming back from injury? They're gonna sort of sort of uh slowly but surely get him back involved in the offense. I know he was kind of sparingly used yesterday, but not to the point where it was last year.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that gives him just another weapon, and you know, and uh you know Jamar has been taking so much attention away from from him and Boyd and, and Uzama that uh that these guys now so you know, they start. You know, playing well again. And then, you know, all of a sudden you've got Jamar open for some other big plays.
0: Yeah. And then looking at the rookie quarterbacks across the league this year, are you surprised that they struggled?
1: Uh no. You know, when when you're a high draft choice, um, and you go to a team, the reason that you're high draft choice because the team drafted you is really most lo- likely not very good. And I I think, you know, when when you look at the one that's probably done the best is Mac Jones with you know, with new England, he's just got a few more pieces around, you know, for him. So, uh, but I don't think there's any question. Those guys are going to be good players.
0: Yeah. Have you been watching any of the college game
1: at all? Um, Just a little bit here and there.
0: Yeah. No, cause I know they said this is not supposed to be the strongest year, but I wanted to ask you, especially going back to that uh, Bengals jets game with Mike white, who, pretty sure it was born yesterday i've never heard of this guy before yeah. but a guy like that just coming in off the street throwing for 400 yards and three touchdowns do you think the new adjusted rules have allowed for really a, any quarterback that grasped the scheme that quickly to be able to do that kind of thing or do you think that was just kind of like a flash in the pan
1: well i you know i don't know if it's so much the rules but i think in his case i, I don't think he's a total rookie i think he's been around a little bit he yeah. just hasn't had any starts and you know, but you go out there and there's no pressure on you. Pressure, you know, the, we haven't won a game. You know, our starting quarterback is out. We're playing the number one seed in the AFC. I mean, there's if, if we get beat 40 to nothing, nobody's going to be surprised. And it's it's amazing what you can do And when you go out with, without any pressure and you just play and let it go. And, and to their credit, the, the Jets blocked up front. They got a running game going. So they, they can kind of do whatever they wanted on offense.
0: What do you think are some of the main things there as uh, uh, Zach Taylor was looking at the tweak before Cleveland?
1: Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, again, that becomes the consistency part of it, Yeah, you know, and, you know, it was, uh, it, it was kind of a fluke play, but the turnover, the interception that that Joe had late, you know, they have a chance to go down and, and still win the game and, and you get the turnover and, you know, you just, you can't do that, you know, in, in that situation. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's just, you know, going out and, 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 you know, worrying about yourself and your position. Don't try to do anybody else's position. Just just do that, and the, the team game will take over.
0: You think teams are starting to key in on Jamar Chase now because they know how much of a connection him and Joe have?
1: Well, I, I think there's no question about it. You know, I mean, he's their, their big threat, and that's why I say, you know, when all of a sudden you've got Uzama coming up big, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, with, with T-back and, and Tyler Boyd's been been doing well you know, be careful, you know, you can take away one guy, but you can't take away everybody.
0: Where does his rookie season compare to some of the past great uh, Bengals wide receivers, in your opinion?
1: Well, you know, I, I think it kind of compares favorably with Isaac Curtis, you know, back in 1973 when he came in with me and, you know, in those days, you know, if you caught eight or nine touchdown passes a year, that was a lot for a wide receiver with the amount that you threw. And, and, uh, you know, Isaac had a tremendous impact on the league. He was a uh, you know, uh, a world class, class sprinter, you know, that was a, a football player at first and he had tremendous speed, but, you know, he was also a guy that was fast, that had good moves. They can get in and out of cuts and, you know, you throw it deep, and he always had another gear. And, you know, I always said that Isaac had uh, the same impact in 1973 as Jerry Rice had when he came into the league.
0: Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. And I'm pretty sure, I think I looked it up last week. Assuming Chase makes the Pro Bowl, the Bengals then the Bengals will have four rookie wide receivers to ever make the Pro Bowl: um, Isaac, Chris Collinsworth, um, I think it's AJ Green and Chase. It's either it's either, um, it's either Green or uh, Chad Johnson, one of those two. Yeah. But it's, yeah, a pretty elite class. And then yeah, seeing the. Yeah. And then seeing the Chargers having some success, does that kind of bring you back to the old days with you and Dan Fats going at it with Burrow and uh, Justin Herbert out in LA? Well, you
1: know, it was, uh, you know, always fun playing the Chargers and it was, you know, Eric Coriel, but, you know, we, we remember those days, but uh, the first time that I I played against the Chargers was 1972. That was my first year as a starter out in uh, San Diego. And Johnny Unitas was the quarterback. Yeah, that's incredible. That, that was the one year that 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 he, he kept, you know. After he left Baltimore, he played one more year in the league, you know, with the Chargers.
0: It's incredible. So, w- what do you see as the outlook for this season for the team right now? Obviously, that they were in first place as of yesterday. Right now, I think they're currently in the slot for the wild card. I think they have like a, they have like a, a little over a fifty percent chance to make the playoffs. But do you think this is a team that can make some real noise, or do you think we really still haven't seen the best from them?
1: Well, I don't think you've seen the best of them yet. You know, I, I think they they will get better and you know, again, it's just, it's not making mistakes. And, uh, you know, and I think what everybody wanted to see this year was improvement. And I think we've already seen that. And, you know, it's like anything else all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're five and two, and boy, they're the number one seed in the ASC and you kind of get your hopes built up and, you know, that's part of being a fan is you live and die with each Sunday and what they do. But, you know, I, I, I really like, you know, Zach Taylor as a head coach. I think he's got a good pulse on the team uh, he'll get it straightened out. And, uh, and I think they'll have a big week this week against Cleveland.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Between him and Baker. I don't, I think it should be an, like a really good uh-huh. matchup there. Uh-huh. And then, and then before I let you go, I want to ask you, um, I'm here in DC, our quarterback situation is not going as well, not, not that well. You, you've, if you seen? have you watched? tuned into any of the games at all or are you kind of? is no, it a I, of- I,
1: I, I have not seen those And. You know, I I tend to, they haven't been on the four o'clock game or the Sunday night game yet. So I really, you know, haven't had a, a chance to see him, But, you know, I, I will say, I think, you know, having me on as your guest, it was very rude of you to wear a, you know, a, a Washington football team yeah. shirt. Yeah, well, I,
0: I don't have any Bengals stuff. And right now we're uh, projecting to get a top five pick. So that's my Super Bowl for this year. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah. I, I,
1: all right. I just I had to throw that out to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Hey, if I, had I, a burrow. I,
1: I noticed stuff like that.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I got this. I got this yesterday got this, uh, in the mail, but no. Yeah. Cause yeah. season he's like, they're, they're looking to lead the league in combined sacks and he's got one, which is great. Uh-huh. But so, yeah, but the season it's, it's, do you think in this league now, if there's a way to get around not having a franchise quarterback with, with having pieces on the defense and weapons around it. Do you think you need to have the quarterback?
1: I don't, I don't think there's any question that uh, to get where you want to go. Um, you know, you have to have a quarterback. Um, you know, that's one of the things we're fortunate about in Cincinnati. Uh, they do have a quarterback and, you know, I'm trying to to think of, you know, you go back to, to Trent Dilfer when he was with uh, in that one year that uh, that Baltimore, Baltimore. You know, won a Super Bowl. It, it wasn't really because of him, and you know, I wanted to, to say, you know, Flacco as well, but Flacco got real hot during the playoffs and played like an elite quarterback. And yeah, you know, and and after he got the new contract, he didn't play like that again. So you know, I think you you know you need a quarterback. I you know, I, I think that uh, saying that, we're, boy, we're going to run the ball down your throat. We're going to play tough defense, and and think you're going to win enough games. I don't think you can nowadays. Yeah,
0: and I want to ask you with, with with the alliance, you guys have any events coming
1: up? Um, no, not for a while. Uh, you know, we just had a big one. We had a a legends dinner, and uh, you know, I had Anthony Munoz and Jimmy Breach, oh, cool. and, and Dave have with me, and we went a little uh, also with me. we uh, Marty Brennerman, the the Hall of Fame announcer for the Reds and uh, Doug Flynn and Ron Oster two uh, great players from the Reds. So, and then our golf tournament the next day, which we raised a lot of money at and, but um, you know, we, we have a coffee shop opened up uh, at our oh, office. I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Just brew. And uh, we're getting ready to open up another one in another part of town. So that that's kind of exciting. And, you know, we're ready to start our capital campaign that, you know, our goal has always been to build a community. And uh, so we hope to break ground in in January and have phase one done um, by uh, October of 2023. And and when it's all said and done, we'll house 170 adults with developmental disabilities in the community.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Wish you guys all the best success there. Amazing work you guys are doing and wish your Bengals all the best success this year. I love, I love, cause I, I'm from Baltimore. So I love seeing Ravens fans pissed off okay. and nothing uh, made me happier than seeing you guys come into there and just terrify or just ruin their entire Sunday afternoon. But I'm hoping you guys can turn it around now, but I do appreciate you taking the time to come on and chat and kind of just give your thoughts. Yeah.
1: You know, well, one more thing. I, I finally made the big time that I, I have my own beard now. Uh, really? And- Kenny's Day Drinking Lager. Um, A a friend uh, at 16 Lots Brewery in in, in Cincinnati uh, called me and and he really likes what we're doing with our foundation and said he wanted to brew a beer uh, for for me and the foundation. And part of the proceeds from the sales would go to the foundation. And I stopped him right there. And I I said, his name was Dell. and I said, Dell, you know, I don't really frequent microbreweries. I don't like IPAs. I, I don't like a lot of the heavier beers. Most of them, even have an aftertaste. He goes, oh, no, I love it. You like Keystone Light. We're going to brew a beer like Keystone Light. <laughs> so this is a, a, it's a great tailgate beer because yeah. you can start drinking it at 10 o'clock in the morning and you can still be drinking it by 4 in the afternoon after the game is over.
0: Do you have any around you that you can... Is, 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 is is I, I, I,
1: don't, I don't have a can here. No. I, I've got a, a case uh, on the refrigerator out in the garage. Oh, cool. But it's... Uh, it's it's been taking off pretty well around that's the Cincinnati awesome. area and so we're uh uh no we're really excited about that and uh the, the one nice thing people have seen like they like it.
0: Yeah and you can tell people they're drinking hey I'm not drinking a lot I'm a humanitarian because you're giving yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well
1: what I yeah. tell what I tell people is check with your accountant but since part of the proceeds go to my foundation I think you can deduct it from your taxes. That's you know, awesome. I'm, I would check on that but that's that's my theory.
0: Is that a Cincinnati only thing, or could I ship some over here and then give it to my account?
1: Well, you, you can't ship it yet, but uh, we're in, in Cincinnati and in northern Kentucky. And in fact, uh, hopefully I, I've got some things working that uh, we'll be brewing it down in Hilton Hilton Islands pretty soon.
0: Oh, cool. That's a little bit closer to here. But yeah, that's that's awesome. That's that's really cool. But yeah, do always do appreciate it, always a pleasure having you on. Well, thank you very much, and
1: I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. Bye. Bye.